Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's that time of week again. It's time to cross all the way to San Diego to speak to our gorgeous girl gone blind, the lovely Maria Johnson. How are you this week, Maria? Well, I am fabulous, gorgeous girl in Scotland. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Very, very well. It's nearly the weekend, so always happy. Um, But yeah, I know you've had a bit of a tough morning because uh, you nearly broke your phone. You dropped it in water. Yeah, you know, every person's nightmare, right, is to drop their phone into water. And I've done it in the past, but um, this time it was, you know, I was doing dishes and whoop. I grabbed it though and it looks like it's still working so shh don't tell anybody I think it's I think I'm good I think I'm good oh well <laughs> listen do you know something I'm not even going to talk any more about it just so that we don't jinx things and um, we do have something very interesting to talk about this week though Maria because you regularly go to the Braille Institute in San Diego now you've just started uh, co-instructing a health and wellness class tell us about that yeah I've been attending the Braille Institute here and I've we've talked about that before for about two years and it's a place that you can go and learn independent living skills cooking personal uh, management but also they have uh, enrichment classes such as art and music and wellness and fitness and all kinds of great stuff and I always like to take the health or a wellness class because you know you can never know enough about that. So this particular semester I of course I signed up for that class and the instructor who I'm friends with said hey why don't you do part of the class and kind of run us through some uh, exercises that can be done at home but it can be done for anybody who is blind or partially sighted and I was like mm, I gotta commit here so I said sure why not why not why not. And this is great for you Maria because obviously you know when we first met you here on the morning mix you were a fitness instructor solely but then we started talking about your kind of life blog and all your life experiences as a woman who's lost her sight in the last three years and it's been fantastic and we'll continue to do that but I think it's really important that we do sometimes take a step back to your fitness instruction because it's important it's important for all of us who have a visual impairment to be able to know how to do these exercises now I know you've been fabulous here in telling us what to do. But usually when you teach a fitness class, you're teaching sighted people. How did it feel to actually teach blind and partially sighted people? Completely different. <laughs> it, it felt completely different. And, you know, when I teach my regular fitness classes, you know, everybody's sighted. I don't worry about anybody not being able to see exactly the things I'm doing and the moves I'm doing. Although I cue all the moves like a regular group fitness instructor does, and I've been doing for many years. But going to this class and having a variety of vision in the room from total born blind to partially sighted or just maybe sort of losing vision from glaucoma, macular degeneration, and they're still in the beginning stages. Talk about a variety of ways that I have to describe the exercises that I am doing to help them out. So very different. It's more talk, less action, if you will. 
And the coolest part was they were all doing it. And from the little vision that I have left, I could see they were all moving. Now, what I found that I need to do is I need to walk around the room and get up kind of close and personal so that I could see a little better about what the person was doing, making sure they were doing it right. But then I had folks who were total blind saying, Maria, can you come over here? I'm not sure what you're doing. So I'd go over and I'd actually get a little more hands-on. Of course, I always ask, can I help you? Can I hold your hand? first because you know none of us blind kids like to be grabbed and I will kind of demonstrate what I was doing or I'll give them an example you know pretend like you're picking something off the ground you know and they can visualize that or you know know oh okay I'm mimicking that action and counting with them or whatnot and making sure they're doing it right because it's no fun when you're lost even when you're sighted if you don't understand what's going on it's not fun and it's you know it might be upsetting to some. Can I tell you, Maria, I actually dragged my husband kicking and screaming along to a salsa class a number of years ago. Now, to be fair, you know, he he was very good and he said he would go even though he didn't like that kind of dancing. But he would learn with me so that he could teach me the moves. Do you know that I was the only blind person in the class? It was full of sighted people. And by the end of the night... My husband had found a bongo and was sitting playing along to the salsa music at one end of the room. And I was sitting with a face like fizz at the other side of the room because I couldn't keep up with anything. And any time we did get up and try to follow the instructor, I was just like, I can't bear this. You are so awful. Um, So at the end, I did get a little dance with the instructor, but I thought I can't come along to this and keep up with everybody. It was no fun. And I do love dancing. Um, But, you know, it was just too difficult it really was too difficult in that particular situation so to have something like this must be so incredible for the people that are in this class that that have somebody there that has a visual impairment and can describe to them what they should be doing and like I said it can be upsetting and that's one of the reasons I actually don't go to other group fitness classes very often almost never because I just don't want to feel that frustration of having to try to follow the instructor and I have no clue what's going on and even more upsetting because I'm an instructor and you think you know I want to look like the bomb diggity in the room and I'm anything but so I just kind of shy away and that's why I found other activities to do but in this situation I think it helps empower them a bit to know that they can move and that they can release some stress, some anxiety, walk out of the class feeling a little exhilarated, if you will, to proceed on with the rest of our day. And one of the comments I got from one of them who is totally blind, she said, I liked the way you describe things like everyday activities. Like, you know, if you're reaching up, you're pulling down on a rope, right arm, left arm, right arm, left arm. So they could imagine, okay, it's like there's a rope hanging from the ceiling and we're pulling it one arm at a time. So I would give simple everyday activities that may mimic the exercise they were doing and that seemed to help a lot and they were really thankful for that kind of description. See, that's great, Maria, because it's more of a a level playing field then, isn't it? I mean, it's not completely level because there's different varying degrees of sight loss there, but it is a more level playing field for for folk. And I think, you know, it's, it's so much more inclusive and it's so important that we do get exercise. I mean, I know myself, Maria, I've just started doing my hula hoop again. Okay. And, and, you know. I have one. I have one. I so love don't feel bad. <laughs> the hula hoop. I love it. Do you know something? Do you know what it is? 
I'm really good at it. I finally found something I'm really good at. Um, nobody I know can keep it up, and I can. Um, but the dog thinks it's weird because I hula hoop kind of over his bed, so he just watches this hoop whirring over his head um, every morning. But, you know, that little 10 minutes in the morning really kind of sets me up and makes me feel that little bit better. And I'm trying to work my way up to actually doing a bit more exercise. Hey, a little bit counts. It really, really does. And like in this class, it's maybe only 20 minutes and half the time I'm trying to describe or I'm walking around trying to help folks, but it's something and it's something they can take away and they were thrilled. So that made me feel really good. And it's a way I can give back to them. And knowing that like you, that even 10 minutes a day can make a difference, whether you do 10 minutes, three times a day, or you start building your 10 minutes, the 30 minutes, fitting it in where you can. That's what matters. It's just fitting it in where you can. And it can be so simple. Uh, the exercises I was giving the folks at the Braille Institute were super simple. I mean, some of them can even be done in a chair. We had a woman who was 90 sitting in class, and then you have a 25-year-old young man. So talk about varying degrees of ability. I had to take that in consideration as well. But with my instructor background, I pulled it off. <laughs> Somehow I pulled it off. And again, it's just to give people a little taste, a little motivation to say, you know, I can do that. I can do that 10 minutes. You can hula hoop for 10 minutes and you can ride a bike, indoor bike for 10 minutes, or you can just do some chair exercises for 10 minutes. I've been starting to do some stretching in the morning for about 10 minutes. And wow, it's made a difference on some of my achy muscles and things, you know, and I never stretch and I kind of have to force myself to do it. But the benefits I feel are amazing just for 10 minutes. That is incredible. It really is. Well, Maria, would you be able to give us maybe two very simple exercises that, you know, our listeners could maybe start off with if they're feeling like, you know, okay, we failed in our resolutions. We're now kind of in February. Um, it's time to maybe get back on it and get a little more motivated. What is the best exercise to start off with? Well, you know what? People always ask me, can we work on our abs? You know, everybody's going for the flat tummy or the six pack, four pack, two pack, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're going for, you know, some people are just like, I just want to be stronger in my core muscles, which is very, very important for balance and to hold that body up straight. So one of the things I was teaching the folks last week were some ab exercises sitting in a chair. And anybody can do this, but it also can be done if you're a little bit older and everyone has a chair at home, preferably one without the arm rests on the side. And always be next to maybe a table or a wall because I, I, I want you to be able to grab onto something if you're feeling a little out of balance. But if you're sitting in a chair and you're scooted up a little bit forward in the chair, you can do uh, an exercise that will work your front abdominals where you simply pick up your left knee and you take your right elbow and you go towards the left knee. Then you take your left elbow and go towards the right knee. And you're just doing that sitting in a chair, right knee, left elbow, left knee, right elbow. And you just repeat that and maybe do 20. Then you can go to the sides, the obliques on the sides of your waistline by simply leaning towards the right. Like you're going to pick something off the ground on the side of your chair, but do not go all the way to the ground. That's, you know, that's too much. Just maybe six inches, 10 inches down on the right. 
and then six, 10 inches down on the left. And you're just moving side to side. Again, you're still sitting in your chair. So again, you're stable, you're comfortable, and you're just leaning right and left. Again, maybe doing 20 of those. And then why don't you finish it off with just getting up and down from your chair by using your legs only. Again, if you have a table or a chair next to you, you can use that for help in the beginning, but you simply stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, and that'll be a little extra leg workout and got your heart rate up just a little bit. And then you can repeat those three, three times, you know, so three sets of three and you're good to go. And you just basically, you could do it in an office, really, Jill. I mean, you could do it right there in the studio. Do you know you something? I'm, I'm doing it. Vlad and I are sitting and I have got my left elbow on his right knee and he has got his right arm down by my left side. It's, it's amazing. Honestly. Isn't we're... it crazy? It's it's a partner exercise. Hey, however you need to get it done, girl. However exactly, you need to get it done. Exactly. <laughs> well, do you know something? Honestly, we feel so much fitter and healthier just from talking to you. I do every week, Maria. Honestly, you're such fun. You really are. But thank you so much for sharing those exercise with us and sure. uh, we shall speak to you more next week about lots and lots of different stuff but uh, in the meantime if anybody wants to take a look at your blog Maria you're always updating it what's the best way to do so you can find my blog site at girlgoneblind.com you can find me on Facebook at girlgoneblind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind Fantastic. Maria Johnson, you have a fabulous week and we shall see you again next week here on our Navy Connect Radio. All right. Have a healthy day. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.